What's up? What's up? This is 12 Sharp, the podcast. This is your boy C Sharp coming to you. This is episode three, man. I know it has been a little bit over a week. Got a lot going on, but uh, I got to make time for this. This is my project, so I do have to make time for this. So here I am. Uh, just a shout out to my sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Vodka. No particular brand, uh, no particular region, just good old, clear, white vodka. This episode is brought to you by Vodka, okay? So I, I hope everyone who's listened to me, I think it might be two of you so far, which is good, uh, is having a great week. I'm having an awesome week. Uh, I, I tell you, uh, my car broke down, right? So my car broke down. I'm, I'm on the highway. My car is shaking violently. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? I stop off to get gas. I'm like, yo, let me go to the tire station. And there's like a rip in my tire like that is ready to bust at any moment. So the fact that the man upstairs, our great creator, told me to take my ass to the tire shop before I met him prematurely was really awesome. That was the highlight of my day. Speaking of meeting creators, somebody has tried to kill Aretha Franklin off prematurely. I was on my Instagram. Someone told, uh, posted a, a thing that said, sleep in peace, queen. I went straight to TMZ because they're the first to break the news when somebody dies in Hollywood and she's still in the hospital. So to whoever I posted that, Fuck you. Quit trying to kill off our heroes before the Lord is ready. Okay? Great. So, this episode. What is this episode going to be? So, I was thinking. I was like, what What am I going to talk about? And it just came to me very organically. I was out. Right? I was out this weekend. I was out uh, just hanging out. Just, you know, getting some exercise. And I seen uh, these people like on a double date. Right? Not... And it looked mad awkward. And I'm going to tell you why. Double dates are like, they're, they're just wrong on so many levels. And let me tell you why. Double dates are only for two people. The person who set it up and their friend. That's it. The other two players, which is most likely is like the two guys they're like pawns in this whole thing if you're a woman if you're a guy and your woman says babe let's go and you're you guys are just dating just started and you she like hits you with the whole look let's let's go hang out with such as like karen and bobby right understand you're on display for karen and bobby there's no right there's there's no way around this and this usually comes right after you guys have started sleeping together exactly think about this you started sleeping together she's told her friend like yes i gave him some and you know we're hanging out more now the friend really wants to meet you okay she wants to meet you because you've made it past that first initial 
intimate moment with your lady. So now you're on display. She's going to read you. She, she wants to see how long they, they have bets on how long you're going to last. They want to know if you're in it for the long haul or is this going to be like the only meeting ever? And that's what double dates are. It's the setup. It's the setup to be judged by the friend. It's like going before child support board with your finances, trying to negotiate an amount. That's what a double date is. It's not really a double date. It's a date between you, your lady, her friend, and then the the friend, her her guy is just there as a pawn as well. Both of you are looking at each other really strangely. Like, why are we here? Like, I don't know you. You don't know me. You're being judged. So, it's my take on that. What else is going on? Oh, another thing. If you have friends on social media who are dealing with depression issues, take their phones away. And you know these people. And and here are the symptoms. They praise Jesus a lot in one sentence and they talk about sucking dick in the next sentence. These are the people that we need to get off social media because these people are, are, are very detrimental to the community, to the ecosystem on social media. It's real talk. These people will send you down a rabbit hole if you follow them. I call them the TD fakers. That one minute they're praising Jesus. Jesus is the best thing ever. The Lord has brought them through so much. But if you look at their feed after midnight, they're soaking wet and they're squirters. I'm not just making this up. I'm going by what the content that they post. And you know who I'm talking about. We all have the friend. We all have the, we all, we all, not the friend. We all know that person. We all know this person who, who lives out here. They're very lonely. They're very miserable. They need to be part of a meetup group for like a book club or something. They need to do something more productive with their time. Because clearly they're screaming out for help. Okay. So reach out to these people. Recording a podcast, I'm just going to tell you. Some of the hardest shit ever. Why? Because I have to come up with 12 minutes of content for you people. And I'm still getting it off the ground. So once I start having guests, this will flow a lot easier. But talking to yourself in, in a wall, I'm thinking about maybe I should do, I'm thinking about maybe doing like a YouTube channel and like where I could record myself. So that maybe, just maybe, but then I don't want my job to find me out. And then that might become problematic. So yeah, no, let's, let me remain anonymous for the moment. Because I'm not sure if I'm really going to go like G-rated R-rated or like go total raunch and I just don't need you know problems in my workplace still got bills to pay and this is for free so what else is going on football season is coming up I'm so excited I'm so excited 
And let me tell you why. Because I love football. And this is the time when uh, the black community does not love football. Okay? And for obvious reasons. Colin Kaepernick took a stand a couple of years ago. He kneeled in silent protest of the national anthem to bring awareness about uh, the treatment of, uh, you know, brown and black people uh, by authority, specifically the police. And look, I'm totally for the boycott. Well, no, I'm totally for the protest. The boycott, I'm not all on board with. Now, here's the thing. Everybody has their opinion on this. I just love football. And I tried to boycott. I think I lasted one preseason game last year. And I had to be honest with yourself, with myself. As much as I want to be on board with, with the protest and as much as I want to side, I don't feel like I'm stepping out of my box by watching the game. Like, I want to watch a game. You know, I want to see my team as sorry as they are. And then I started to see a pattern because I look for themes in a lot of people who say they're protesting. A lot of these people have teams who are sorry as fuck. They're sorry. So if their team starts winning, they openly admit, I'll watch. And it's like, hold up. You're supposed to be protesting. Well, yeah, that's because my team sucks, so it's easy not to watch them. Oh, really? Really? That's what we're doing? So you're selectively protesting because your team sucks? How about because so many people are bandwagon people. They jump on anything that that anybody is out there promoting. They feel like, yo, we boycott a Waffle House. So, so you know, they, you know, one incident happened at the Waffle House. We, you know, somebody got choked out. So everybody boycotting Waffle House until they smoke that blunt at 2 a.m. and they get hungry. Then all the boycotts go out the window. And who's going to jump on here and tell you that they broke down and went to a Waffle House? Nobody. Nobody. Just like nobody's going to openly admit that they're watching football games. But you know they do because the ratings haven't changed. Them people are still making money. I'm just going to be open and honest about it. I'm going to watch some damn football, but I'm going to support Cap. I feel like I could do both. And look, let me tell you something. Football is one of those things that me and my father actually can come to terms as two men and agree on. We both love the Detroit Lions for their sorry asses. And that's our way of communicating every Sunday through football season. And, man, if you knew anything about me and me and my dad's relationship, you would understand that these Sunday moments with him, texting him about the game, is life for me. And I'm not giving that up for nobody. Nobody. Okay? Okay. So, call me all the coons that you want to. I'm willing to accept that. I don't really think me watching a football game makes me coonish. But, hey, I've been called worse. Okay? So, therefore, if you are out there and you hear this, enjoy your football if you like it. And, and look. I've heard, I've even heard people say, look, I don't even have a dog in a fight. Do what you do. Because watching a football game does not make you an outcast to the black community if you decide to watch. Okay? Okay. So anyway, uh, 
I'm getting ready to wrap this up. We're coming across the 12-minute mark. You know, thanks for listening to me. I think this is going to get better. Well, I know it's going to get better because I'm going to keep doing it. You might hear so I have a surprise. I'm, you may get one in a couple of days after I, uh, well, I, I'll save that for then. But look, you guys have a great night. Enjoy yourself. Live your life. Watch your football. You know, save your friends from social media. And, and look, just do, do and be great. This is C-Sharp. I'm out.